Are you ready? Welcome to Radio Grognard, King Size, the OSR podcast with more stuff with your host, Glenn Holster. Hi, folks. Old man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Uh, what about Uncle Goopy? What's he doing? Why does he need our help? We'll find out after this. You know, one thing I need out of my players usually is some kind of connection, some kind of thing that I could use for adventures and things like that, as a GM, of course. And when you have players who don't really have a backstory or anything like that, that doesn't mean that they can't come up with something. You know what I'm saying? And that's where relatives come in. Or good friends. You know, you always get one one character. Well, I'm an orphan. You know, my parents are dead. Yeah, okay, fine. You don't have a sister or brother? No, no, I was raised in an orphanage. Yeah, right. Okay, so these are the kind of things that you need to find out what they're all about, what the characters are all about, and what you can... Basically, you got to find out what... (laughs) You gotta find out how to push their buttons sometimes. But it also happens to be a good way to do an adventure. And there's nothing wrong with that. And one of the ways is relatives are good friends. I when when I start a campaign, the characters, you know, the players make the characters. Okay, usually they have some rudimentary idea of what they're all about. I ha- I rarely find somebody who goes, okay, I'm just a human fighter. Let's go. You know, that's that's kind of kind of boring. Usually they have some kind of thing in the background, why they're there, you know, why they're doing what they're doing. What did they do before they were doing? See, all these questions, this is this is one thing that's very interesting I find for the current edition of D&D. When I first started playing the current edition, it kind of annoyed me that they have all these questions about, you know, who's your who's your parent you looked up to? Who's your friend? What are the qualities that you that you admire? What are the things that you won't do? You know, things like that. All these background questions had nothing to do with the the mechanics of the game, and it's like. Well, that's uh, and you know I'm not saying that I didn't see the reason for it because the the current editions of the game are trying to we're trying to make it uh, easy an easy an easy buy-in basically easy entry which okay I admire them for that but I don't need it that's why I ignore I it uh, kind of annoys me unless I'm going to get some kind of perk or something in my stats or some skills or stuff like that, then I might pay attention, you know. But I just worry about racing class, and that usually gets what me by. And like I said before, it takes me three sessions to comp- to truly understand what my character is all about. And then I found out, well, I really don't need to pay attention to that stuff. But the GM kind of wants to know. And... I'm just, I'm sorry, I'm too old school. I'm just, you know, I'll I'll come up with some kind of backstory. That's no problem. You should have something going into a game. And so 
I'm going to think about, you know, what the, what what kind of life outside of adventuring do these characters have? Um, I want when I do my next campaign and the characters are created, I'm going to go back during session zero and say, okay, got your characters? Now, out of each of you, I want one person that you're close to or deal with on a regular basis. And a relative is good, but it doesn't have to be. It could be the guy who found you as a foundling and raised you. Could be uh, it could be uh, Captain of the Guard, which you've been friends with since you were little, or something like that. I just want, and all, I, all I'm asking is one connection, one connection. I'll take it from there. I know in Call, Call of Cthulhu, the uh, the running gag is, okay, which character has the relative that needs help this time? But that game is on to something. It's it's nice. You you can't they can't adventure in a void. Let me put it that way. You can't live in a void. You're always going to be connected to somebody or deal with somebody or something like that. Uh, I mean, champions got it. That's why there's DNPCs, dependent NPCs. They're part of you know. You take them to get some advantage. Take a take a disadvantage so you get more points. But the point is, those things are there for the GM to use. You know, okay, fine. You got a DNPC, um, your old uncle who is in a home that you have to look out for, and you do, but that doesn't mean the GM ain't going to come along once in a while and say, well, no, you can't go on this mission here because your uncle needs your uncle needs dialysis and he doesn't have any money. Do you have any money? Depending on what the, the job they are doing. Like, for instance, like somebody like, I don't know, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, or even Clark Kent, Superman, um, on their salary, they ain't going to have much. And trying to help an uncle who has to go through dialysis and he doesn't have the money, well, that, that's a that's a problem. And that sparks adventure. That is a that is a leverage that the I hate to say this, but it's leverage the GM can use on the character. And that's a good thing. That means that the character has to do something and he may get his friends together to help him do it. Uh, yeah, the, there's always, there's an old cliches, like I just want on the movies, you know, I watch, you know, I watch a lot of stuff. I watch some comedies like, you know, Laurel and Hardy and Three Stooges. And I started watching Bowery Boys. And they usually have somebody who needs something and they need to help them. And like the last one I w- watched, Louie, the guy who runs the, the candy store, the social where they meet, he needed money for something because he something happened and he said if i need $300 and i'm going to i'm going to cuz i got to do some stuff to the shop otherwise i'm out of business so you know there's that thing they know louie they're going to help him so i i try to lean toward when i when i tell them this i try to lean towards uh, a a relative um, there's not, and you know, there's nothing wrong as a GM for me to come up with a long lost relative of one of the player characters. And 
usually they accept that. And one of the funny things about it is, you know, I what I do is, oh, by the way, your your cousin Harry. You remember cousin Harry? Long time ago. You guys, used to, you grew up together. You know, you guys used to, you know, hang around the same places, and you know, you used to go to school and see him. And he needs your help. He needs these these back these these thugs are are giving giving him a lot of trouble, and he needs to pay him off. Loan sharks or whatever. And to me, that's enough to start an adventure. And usually, I'm not saying always, but usually the player will say, okay. Um, And then I set it up like that. Then the ball's in their court, you know, as far as like the adventure goes and the relationship too. There's nothing wrong. They can't add that to their to their part of their backstory, but it's like okay, I started this. Take it away, you know. Just you know, balls in your court. You do you you figure out what how you're you know not how you're related, but I mean, what kind of relationship you had when you were growing up and blah 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 blah. And you can add all this to your backstory. But I got an adventure out of it, and so did they. That is the whole point of it. So try and get player characters, try and get players to give their character at least one kind of familial connection. I mean, yes, it can be a good friend, but families families work better because there's the blood thing. You know what I'm saying? They're related, that kind of thing. I mean, they may be on the outs with some of your of relatives, but that doesn't mean they're not going to help them. You know, it depends on what the situation is. So next time you're getting ready to, to like start a campaign and they come up with the characters, ask them, put one character you're connected to, family member or something, please. And then, you know, you go from there. Anyway, I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar@gmail.com or drop me a voicemail on Spotify for podcasters. Okay, uh, by the way, we are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. For single donations, go to my Ko-fi page, ko-fi, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard, or my PayPal chip tip jar, paypal.me slash oldmangrognard. Let me thank these people who do give to me monthly. Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Gilbert Suarez, and Benjamin Brodell. Thank you very much, guys. It's always appreciated. For other good podcasts, there's Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognar Podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast, Daniel Norton's Bandits Keep Podcast, Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest Podcast, Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tenkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Got questions? You got comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. Tune in next time when Radio Grognard King Size is on the air. <laughs> <laughs>